0: Real JP Multimedia, proud sponsor of the Nerdball Podcast. Here to help you with all things audio, video, graphics, photo, web design. From weddings to real estate, commercial business to private use, we offer a big variety of services for almost any budget. And if we can't do it, we will find someone who can. Find us at realjp.com. That's R E E L J P.com. Real JP
1: Multimedia. Nerdball podcast with Lorenzo Melcher.
0: Thank you for downloading this episode, special episode of the Nerdball podcast. Normally we sit down, I sit down, interview somebody for an hour. We talk about ins and outs, but this one's special. This one's something specific with me. I have Teresa Konwinski, um, which is, I, I struggle. I, I always want to call my, my friend's parents, Mr. And Mrs. And I called you Mrs. Konwinski for a long time. So it's always <laughs> a weird thing. I've talked about it before on my podcast. Um, but we have Teresa Konwinski, um, I guess the creator of this event, um, for, uh, for Ukraine and for doctors without borders. And, uh, I am butchering what all this information is, but that's what you're here for. You're here to, to promote this event, uh, and give some backstory on it. But first and foremost, uh, thank you for coming on this podcast to, to want to put this event out there. Thank you for putting this event together and to start off, uh, Explain to everyone what the purpose of this event is for.
1: Okay, yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having me. I really oh, yeah. do appreciate it. We're really excited about this event. Um, Doctors Without Borders is a, uh, an organization of physicians and their coworkers who go all over the world, uh, usually in um, times of disaster, to help people who are struggling with health issues injuries or just chronic illnesses and so forth they you know have trouble getting supplies in a disaster that kind of thing in this case they're in a war zone and they um they actually have been in uh the ukraine since russia annexed the crimea so doctors without borders has been involved with ukraine for a while now (laughs) of course it's become a much more acute situation Mm -hmm. and so um i i don't know you know i was just watching the news one day and i thought man this stinks so much i I can't imagine having somebody just come into your country and say we're going to take over and and start bombing the heck out of you and and the fear that those people must live under every single day and it was just bothering me and i thought what can i do i i gotta be honest i am not one of those people who's brave enough to pick up and go over there with doctors without borders or you know so i kind of started thinking about um how the musicians in this community are so faithful about supporting causes uh, where they can do some good. And, and of course, one of my first thoughts was acoustics for autism. You know, that's a, a special event that happens every year here. And it's uh, just makes hundreds of thousands of dollars to help people with autism. And it's all volunteer time on the part of the musicians who play at that. And so I kind of thought, why couldn't we do something like that for Ukraine. We might not, uh, it might not be as big as acoustics for autism, but could we raise some money, you know, through um, kind of putting on a, a benefit concert. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought, you know, it's not really just the musicians in this town that are so generous with their time and talent. There are all kinds of other artists too. So we started asking some other people, whether they would maybe be interested in being involved. For instance, we have some great poets in this town. And so there are a couple of guys who are gonna come and during times that the bands are changing out, they're gonna read poetry. And we have um, some uh, fabulous artists in this town. And a couple of people are gonna be coming down to paint while bands are playing. You know, their their inspiration will come from the music. And, you know, so it's gonna be kind of an arts festival. Um, We're gonna have um, uh, the owner of the paper garden there. Creating a sunflower paper, a paper sunflower arrangement, wow. and if you've ever seen the flowers from the paper garden, they're fabulous. You would not know they weren't real. Uh, and so, I mean, we just got all kinds of stuff going on. And um, I just thought, what a great way to try to raise some money. And you know, people have come through for this thing. I, I, I actually can't say enough about the generosity of people who are coming through. you know stepping up to share
0: their time and talent with us so and and that's got to be the nerve-wracking part right so i'm with you i always look at situations like what can i do i'm just me like what can i do and then you're like okay i have this idea now i have to reach out to all these people and see what they can do but you're right that you know my brother-in-law jake Paluski has been involved with uh, uh, acoustics for autism and does a bunch of stuff like that and but it is it does seem like there is a bunch of people who are just willing to as long as as long as there's somebody to ask and you were that person to ask and it seemed like everyone is just you know saying yeah let's do this thing
1: well i'll tell you aaron was a huge help our our son aaron Kaminsky, was a huge help he is much more connected to the music community these days than i am of course we used to play in a band you know when we were younger but um with my job you know Prior to retirement, I didn't have time to be in a band or anything. Yeah. So, uh, Aaron, who's still real connected to the music community, started asking a lot of his friends, Hey, what my mom's trying to get this organized. What do you think? And people just jumped in. Mm-hmm. You know, it was so cool. And then, so then I started kind of contacting people on Facebook. And you have to kind of get out of your comfort zone because I didn't know a lot of these people. And they certainly don't know me from the man in the moon, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, um, you know, it restores your faith in humanity <laughs> yeah. when you get the kind of response that we have gotten from people. It's really been a, a thing of beauty, you know. So
0: and, and and that's hard, like you said, to just reach out to practically strangers. I do yeah. that. I do that uh, on my podcast. It's mostly people I know. Sometimes it's not, and I'm just afraid to. I, basically, I'm afraid to hear no. And but yeah. that's okay. People hear no all the time, and you just yeah. move on. You know, you just yeah. Move
1: on. yeah. And there were some bands who couldn't, you know, who just couldn't do the event. They had either had members out of town or they had other gigs that they were doing. Yeah, because it's interesting to me in the music community, uh, which is is a lot different from when I was playing in a band actively. Um, The um, people have gigs like every day of the week, practically anymore, you know, just these different little gigs that they get, you know. So there were a lot of people that were working on Sundays, uh, August the 7th, you know. Mm -hmm. But you know what? We have a fabulous lineup I, they're um almost there are a couple of kind of a, i would say less known bands on here or artists on here but for the most part it's really a, a, a solid lineup uh people who all have their own following and i hope all their all their followings follow them down yeah. to the floor, you know so we can raise some money
0: yeah yeah that's awesome and and i'm sure at no point in this whole plane of this you're like man this is going to be easy right there's there's no point in and like this is all going to be difficult but i know when you first started like i know there was a uh, difficulty even finding a place
1: yep yeah absolutely you know i'm i'm a pretty simple person it feels like you should just be able to pick up your guitar or your keyboard <laughs> yeah. and go someplace play some music raise all this money for you know for doctors without borders and of course nothing is that easy <laughs> so um yeah the first the first issue we had to deal with was finding a a venue and because we were having difficulty finding a venue then we started talking about um like places like here in holland there's a beautiful little park called strawberry acres and they've got a really nice lodge and we thought well what a great place that could be you know but then you have to deal with I won't be, you know, people like to be able to come and listen to some music and have a beer or whatever, and you can't just do that. You've got to l- learn all about the liquor laws, and yeah. and then we thought like, okay, well, what happens if somebody does drink too much or something? And then we've got the responsibility of kind of monitoring that, and making sure people aren't driving around. Ay, yeah, yeah. There's just a lot to, <laughs> a lot to um, dealing with liquor and large crowds that I know nothing about, you know. I felt like I was way over my head, you know. Well, fortunately, Amy, our daughter, mentioned the bronze boar to me. She said, Mom, you know, that'd be a great place. They have an inside stage. They have a nice outside stage. The area is bigger than you would realize. So I contacted Kara Thornton down at the bronze boar. She's the general manager. And gosh, what a helpful girl she's been, Mm -hmm. We went down to see her and kind of walked around the place with her. And I thought like, we it's it's perfect really it's a beautiful old historic building it's got a historic marker on it and um upstairs like this this long beautiful wooden bar i mean just like real old time you know kind of uh woodworking and so forth it's a it's a nice place and this big huge open space space outside i was shocked i had no idea that anybody downtown had that kind of open space you know Mm. so anyway they said yeah they they signed on pretty much right away and um then toledo spirits also kind of signed on they said hey we're interested in helping co-sponsor this thing you know we'll we'll come up with some drink specials and so forth for the day and of course they um, brew their own spirits and they have some pretty tasty stuff Mm -hmm. so they're on board with us and and um Kara's making some arrangements for some food trucks, so there'll be food trucks there so people can just come and stay all day and have a meal and have a few drinks and listen to lots of great music and watch some cool artists at work.
0: Yeah, because at first, when you first hear about it, you're like, okay, it's it's there's going to be bands, you're going to listen to bands. But all these other things that I didn't even know of until now, you know... <clears throat> the different artists, the food trucks, the little spirits. I've I've talked to the guys from Little Spirits on my on uh, the Metro Parks podcast. They're really good guys. They've they've done some stuff partnership with the Metro Parks. So all this all this stuff that's um excuse me. <coughs> Man, I have this tickle in my throat I can't get rid of. Hmm. All, all this stuff that is more than just music.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, uh, Christopher Faulkner is a painter who uh, as I mentioned earlier, he's going to be um, painting during one of the bands playing. And I don't know if you've ever watched anybody do that, but it is super cool to watch how the um, artist is inspired by the music and and the piece of art that they come up with, you know, while they're listening to music. Hannah Starseed is another artist, local artist, and, and musician. Uh, she's going to come down and paint that day for just play her guitar, you know, so. Uh, and then I um, had mentioned to you, uh, a, a girl that I used to work with at St. Luke's, actually Mary Willets, uh, who makes these fabulous paper flowers. I, she, I mean, she like she makes them for people's weddings and stuff. They're fabulous, you know. <laughs> anyway, she's going to come down and make um, paper sunflower arrangement for us to raffle off, you know. So wow. yeah, so yeah. Um, Jute Mode made really cool T-shirts for us with the um, you know 419 United for uh, Ukraine logo on them. So we'll be selling T-shirts down there. I think it's just going to be a great day. I, I kid you not, I'm super excited about it. We've got all kinds of music, primarily on the inside stage, because it's a smaller stage, is where mm-hmm. the acoustic guys will be playing. Okay. But outside is where the bands will be playing. There are, there are a couple more acoustic type acts that will be outside but um, primarily bands, and we've got a band from Finley that does 60s music. We've got um, Bridge County, who does bluegrass music. We've got Lori Swire and New Moon. She does a, a kind of a folk thing, and then the rest of it's just all mixed up music. You, you'll hear a little bit of everything that day, probably. I think it's going to be great fun. I'm not kidding you. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Does this make you... Uh, cause so- sometimes when I like plan things and do this, do that, I go, this is, this is fun. Now this is obviously for a particular reason, but a couple questions, does this make you like want to do more things? You're like, Hey, I did this one thing. Now I can do more things to help other people. Or you're like, no, th- this, this shed a light on something I never knew about. And it's a lot harder than I, than I thought it was. And this is a one-time deal. And I'm putting all my energy into this thing.
1: You know, I, I would not, ne- not rule out doing something like this again, mm-hmm. This was a lot of work, and and uh, there was all kinds of governmental stuff that I had to oh. do, filing all these forms with the IRS, with the state of Ohio, because of course we want everything to be real clean and above board. Sure. So sure. to even get a bank account as a 501c3 organization, mm-hmm. you've got to register, of course, with the federal government, and you've got to register with the state of Ohio, and so um, you know. I, We um, set it up so that people can make donations through PayPal or they can just write a check to 419 United for Ukraine account at Huntington Bank and, you know, just kind of did all this stuff. It was it was a lot of work. But the cool thing about it is that I learned a lot and I learned a lot of stuff that I never probably would have had an opportunity to know about uh, other than, you know, kind of diving into this. So, you know, uh, I worked for a 501c3 organization uh, all my life but I didn't know a darn thing about how they got that status. I mean, what did they have to go through to, to start that in the first place? You know, now I know a little bit more about it. And I think that's good for our brains to keep learning as we get older, you know? So, and you never know when that information might come in handy again. Um, you there's a, uh, a doctor in our town. You, I'm sure you've heard of him. His name is Richard Pat. What a great guy he is. I mean, he's a, He's one of those guys that's got a real heart for um, mission work. And he picks up at the drop of a hat, if there's a disaster, et cetera, he picks up his team and off they go to help in whatever ways they can. Well, I gotta tell you, and he has a 501c3 organization. Um, It's about the Commission on Relief and Education. Uh, That's not quite it, SCORE is the the acronym for it anyway. I, I never I, I probably would have done the fundraiser for his organization if I'd ever dreamed that that guy was going to pick up his team and go to a war zone. I couldn't <laughs> believe it, but he did. I you was going yeah, you... to ask you if you over to they were right on the border of Hungary, you know.
0: Okay. So
1: anyway, I know that um, there may be an opportunity someday down the road to maybe try to do something for Dr. Pat's organization, because that's a great organization, too. They do a lot of good not only all over the world, but right here locally too. Blessings in Disguise is another organization that has helped us uh, getting ready for this. Gosh, they donated money to us so we can make nice um, big uh, banners to oh. hang up down at the Browns And I mean, we've just had a lot of support from people all over the community. And gosh, uh, Blessings in Disguise, uh, John Sayer is the head of that. And he was very helpful and kind of helping me walk through some of the stuff that you have to do to create a 501c3 organization, you know, so it's really nice to have all these great people to work with in our town, you know?
0: Oh, definitely. Everything, it just makes everything go a lot smoother. And now, you know, like, like I knew, I knew these people before and now I know them so much better. I knew, I didn't know this little thing about them. If if it wasn't for that thing, we wouldn't be here, you know, all these different people. And, and I'm sure at some point, like if you, or if you make Aaron get up there and say thanks to everyone, it's just a laundry list of people. Yeah, and it's one of those where it's you, you know you're you're giving your acceptance speech for for an Oscar and you're like, hey, I'm yeah. running out of time here. You know that's how that's how many people there are helping with this yeah. and wanting to be a part of it.
1: Yeah, it takes a village, you know. Yeah. No, not a lot of really good things happen if just one guy is doing it all. You know, it really takes a lot of people putting their heads together and just kind of having that spirit of togetherness and, and giving, you know, to make something like this happen, it, it wouldn't happen without everybody pitching in. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, is there a particular place that people can go? Um, or I don't know if there's a a website or just a link somewhere that people can, can click on to, to read all about who's going to be there what's going on and, and get all the information.
1: There's a Facebook events page for it. Perfect. 419 United for Ukraine. So if people search 419 United for Ukraine in the Facebook events, it'll take you to our page. So there'll be a lot of information there.
0: I will make sure I'll put it in the show notes too. That way people, when people listen to this, they can just click on it in the, in the show notes. So, okay. Yeah. um, Thank you. Yeah. So that's, and it's, uh, you said August, Sunday, August 7th, uh, pretty much all day. Um, yep, it, yeah, it right. starts at
1: noon. We we really close up shop at 10 o'clock. Uh, the last band to take the stage outside is um, probably one of Toledo's most popular bands, Distant Cousins. Mm-hmm. And um, they're um, having one of my dear friends of 40 plus years now, Trez Gregory, who, if you've ever heard Trez sing, you know, she sings like, man, she sh- should be making records somewhere she's got a fabulous voice and um she's gonna and so the distant cousins and trez gregory are going to kind of close up the night for us you know and uh yeah it's going to be a great day yep
0: was there was there difficulty um with you have all these bands was there difficulty when trying to figure out who goes where and and for how long and that
1: you know something with the figuring out how long people have was pretty easy because we just knew You know, it it takes a few minutes to kind of get changed over in between um, in between acts. Uh, So the bands only get to play about 40 minutes. The guys inside, the acoustic guys that don't have quite as much equipment typically to deal with will play for 45. But I asked people if there was a specific time that they just absolutely could not play, Mm -hmm. because, like I said, a lot of these guys have gigs. There are guys playing this that, you know, playing our benefit. Who then have gigs later in the day, you know? Oh, okay. So yeah, so we just kind of um, arranged the schedule. I sent it out to everybody, and would you believe, not one person <laughs> asked for a switch, that's not crazy. one. Yeah. yeah.
0: That that's awesome, it, and again, you know, it 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 shows that they're willing to like, okay, it's a tight window, but I can I can fit in at this time. Then I'll just go to my next gig. But I want to be yep. able to you know do this thing, you know, help yep. help out. Yeah. Well, this, uh, this is awesome. Um, you had, and, and I will publicly apologize cause you did ask me to, to be a part of it. I just, I can't, uh, make it work, um, for myself. Um, yeah. it is, it is something I wish I could be a part of. It sounds awesome. Um, I wish you nothing but the best. I will, I will, like I said, put a link in the show notes. I'll make sure I'll share it on my pages yeah. and stuff or on the podcast page, just so people, uh, so we can fill that place up. You know, it'd, it'd be great to be able to say, Hey, uh, we're full here. You know, we go outside yeah. or, or wait, yeah. uh, wait for a couple of people to leave. You know, that's, yeah. that's, that's, I know that's what you're looking for. We're, we're hoping to to have this thing packed and, uh, and uh, get as, raise as much money as we can.
1: Yep. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I Yeah. I, I'm sorry. You can't be there too, but yeah. you know, something I'll tell you, we do have two really good MCs, uh, a fellow by the name of Dan Denton, who's a local writer and Holy mackerel, he, he wrote this book. I don't know if you've read it. It's a hundred dollar a week hotel. Oh my gosh. It's one of the best books I read last mm-hmm. year. I'm not kidding you. And um, he's a really good poet. In fact, he'll be doing some of his poetry too. Okay. And then Mike McCoy, who I worked with for years at St. Luke's hospital is one of the funniest guys. I, I just love him, you know, so we're, we're, we're going to still be in good hands, Lorenzo, even though you can't be there, you know? Oh, no so. doubt.
0: No doubt. I, I, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm glad that there's, there's people willing to to be a part of this and are able to be a part of it so yeah me too yeah, yeah. uh is there any other information you want to put out there before uh before we end it the year?
1: you know something i i can't really think anything else i think we okay. pretty much covered the whole thing you know Great. so the uh just of course i guess i would just say i'm eternally grateful to all these people who've come forward to help us and and i want to thank you too for helping us get the word out about it so. sure
0: sure no th- this was great and anything i can do in the meantime let me know so um, okay yeah thanks yeah good luck and uh and you know we're all hoping that uh you know we any dollar amount is a good dollar amount so yep so that's people, right people need to go out there and just have some fun
1: yep exactly oh I, you that's one thing i guess i should say sure we are asking for a ten dollar admission donation okay so all right. people need to bring a 10 spot with them at least to get in the door so yeah
0: perfect yeah. all right uh teresa okay. well well thanks for coming on and, and good luck with the uh, four one four one nine united for Ukraine.
1: thanks a million lorenzo
0: Thank you for Teresa Konwinski for coming on and talking about 419, for UK- 419 United for Ukraine. Looks like it's going to be an awesome event. Please check it out. Um, click on the link in the show notes or uh, any of the posts that I make on my personal page or the Facebook page or the, the podcast page. A um, couple of other things. I went to the NFL Hall of Fame in Canton this weekend. This past weekend. And if you haven't gone, it is something you need to do, especially obviously if you're an NFL fan. Uh, I took my son with me and um we were there for almost three hours. I, I went last year with my dad and some other family members. We went during the enshrinement and it was super packed. Uh, the not only the enshrinement, but also just going into the hall of fame. It was basically just one lane. You didn't really get to click on any videos. Or hit any buttons or or try out any of the you know, there's one where you could try your hand at replay and see if you got the call correct and that kind of stuff. So going then, the enshrinement was awesome last year, but this year was was great because we got to do everything and see everything. And there was two videos uh about 15 minutes long that we got to sit down and watch. One, if you're a fan of the Rams, there's a Super Bowl bowl experience. Uh I'm assuming they make a video after each Super Bowl. Uh, but it was since i'd say the fan of the rams because they won the super bowl but uh, it was really cool to to watch that video um there was another one where you're sitting in the locker room and and uh some players come up on the screen and and, and talk to you about what it means for them to be in the hall of fame it w- it was just a, a cool thing you know we w- went through the store obviously to, to buy some stuff there but if you ever get the chance to do it i think you should it's it's well worth the price um and it, it was a fun time, especially going with my son, who really wanted to go, was was really excited. He was really into a lot of stuff. You know, he liked uh, pushing the buttons to interact with the videos and all the touchscreens and asking questions and stuff. So it was, it was a pretty cool thing. So, again, if you get the chance to do it, uh, 100% do it. It was uh, it was awesome. And we went in the morning. So go in the morning because it was even less crowded when, when we went. But, again, we were there for almost three hours. But the reason we are in Canton is because we went to a – weekend long twirling it's called twirling unlimited international baton competition uh it was insane there were there was so many people uh or so many baton twirlers um it was at the canton civic center and it it was just a it were long days we were on saturday we were there for 14 hours Uh, on sunday we were there for nine hours so it was a lot a long long weekend but to be able to see my daughter twirl and be amongst her friends and to see our group, Perisberg's Twirling Sophisticates, everyone did really well. It was a fun time. I shared some videos on my page. But it's uh, it's another world. And um, I thought I'd get some time away to could do, do some other stuff, but it's a constant thing all day. You got to be in this lane or that lane to be judged. And there was times where – where my daughter was in one lane and she had to be in the other lane. So she had to tell one judge, be like, Hey, I'll be back. I got to go to do this other thing. There's costume changes. There's, my wife was on top of it though. She, she knew schedules. She was all about it. Uh, her coach was really good. And the older girls were really good because they, there was no parents allowed on the floor. So whenever there was, uh, my daughter had to be somewhere else, had to be two, basically two places at once the older girls would stand in for her and basically say, Hey, she's here. She's over at this other lane getting judged for this thing, and she'll be back. You know, So they really helped her out a lot, which is good to see. I talked about it when I talked to Andrea Whiting on the podcast, the the head of Toilet Sophisticates, and Lexi Peets. She's the feature twirler at the University of Cincinnati. And I talked about how much it means to me as a parent to know that these older girls are there to help my daughter. And I know that'll carry on when she's older, and she'll be the one helping. Um, but she looks up to them and it's great that they, you know, they're cheering her on all the time. At one point there was like four of them just watching her, just her do a solo or do, do her strut. Um, so it, it was cool to see and, and to see the team cheer on it. And, and my daughter likes that too. She likes to watch the older girls. And, um, so it was, it was a fun weekend. Uh, that's why the podcast is coming out when, it, when it's coming out because I was away, um, but uh we got another podcast coming. i got my friend coming up trey smith coming up later this week uh we're gonna talk all about college football um so i'm looking forward to that again go to the face go to facebook and type in 419 united for ukraine to get all that information um and uh i appreciate you downloading the podcast thanks thanks everybody for checking out this episode of the nerd ball podcast please rate review and subscribe Wherever you're hearing this, on any of the podcatchers, on YouTube, hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. We're kinda coming at you two times a week now, audio and video. Check us out on all the social medias. Just search the Nerdball Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We're out there. Uh, gmail is the Nerdball Podcast at gmail If you want to shoot us an email, we'd we'll be happy to get back to you. Thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Cuttlefish Graphics, Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab, and Big Daddy Graphics for helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you
1: next time.